0: Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan, your dynamic overlord.
1: I'm Kelly, your beloved commander. I'm Court, your visual contender.
0: And as you can tell, it's that time again, our annual Leftovers rewatch. This is what, our fourth annual? No,
1: well, let's see. We did it 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is our fifth. (gasps) Okay. It's the fifth anniversary of our annual rewatch. Wow.
0: Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
1: it is the eighth year since The Leftovers premiered on HBO in 2014. Wow. And it's the 11th year since the departure happened, 2011.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Lots to keep up with. I know. And of course, departure day is October 14th. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a reminder to everyone, because not everyone remembers the details from the show like we do. And not that we remember everything, which is why we do this every year, Mm -hmm. because we learn something new every time. And today we are talking about some new things, new perspectives, and at least in my case, a new opinion.
0: And and of course,
1: I have a silly observation
0: that's new this year. Hotel rooms. Okay. Because you wanna, you wanna Kevin was head. in a hotel room and <laughs> during the uh, departure, uh,
2: with yes.
0: um, you know cleaning the gutters, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and then there was guest, yeah. and then in season two there was the the little motel outside of town, um, mm-hmm. and of course the uh, international assassin
1: hotel, and Nora staying in the hotel for the conference.
0: Mhm yeah yeah I said for guest, oh
1: guest, okay, somewhere. sorry, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, the no, hotel oh, sure, room yeah. when they start the started the fire in the room, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, hotel rooms are important in this show, yeah, mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. observation, yeah. yeah, you know, pivotal moments it's what happens mm-hmm. when you watch a show a million times mm-hmm. <laughs> those little things, I know, yeah. No. Yeah. and that one's not so little. Yeah, I but guess we haven't not. commented on it before, right? Right. This is why we do this, people. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. So if you keep listening over the years, we're going to talk about everything.
1: <laughs> we'll get <sighs> to it. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think we could ever cover everything, but that is our goal. We're going to keep doing this every goddamn year. <laughs>
0: kevin's rogue left eyebrow okay
1: <laughs> is that I something only
0: susan sees no no and i noticed I in love the, it. in the um the most powerful man in the world and mm-hmm. his identical twin brother mm-hmm. both of them the, the left eyebrow that the yeah. hair was standing straight up
1: yeah
0: the right eyebrows were
1: mm-hmm. like
0: neatly brushed yes. over but the but left that-
1: it's one of the things that makes him so adorable. <laughs> okay. See, we just need to go back and pick out other adorable things about Kevin. Okay. Well, mine was not so adorable,
2: but y'all kept talking about the thud, and I was like, thud. Yes, I Are noticed. Ta- and thud. every every yeah, every time he like came out of the bat, I was like, I was waiting for the thud. I was like, is no. that the thud we're talking about? No, no, we're talking about the thunk. It's like your thumb. It's not okay. Okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> and tell
1: From listeners what we're referring man. to.
2: From the most powerful man, um, his biometrics, the lower his, part of his, his biometrics. His penis. <laughs> his penis. His Kidding. schlong. I'm sorry, Kelly. Kelly makes it every time. His penis. <laughs> yes. <The laughs> measurement of his penis.
1: That is you. For him your line, and though. his twin brother Speaking of schlongs. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we must. And didn't we read a few years ago that they wrote that in because they had been like yes. picking on him?
2: Yes. Yeah. About Ever his since the
1: gray sweatpants. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. His unique biometrics. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I, right. I especially paid
2: attention to it this time around just because y'all had mentioned it right before because someone else who had been doing a rewatch they mentioned it too so really the bad time? i'm sure i've heard it before but i forget like this is one of the things those things that you don't remember automatically mm. like we remember every moment of the dance is... yes but like i forgot the funk i won't ever again <laughs>
0: That's right. Have Mm -hmm. on your your noise canceling headphones and all you hear is a giant kathunk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag blessed.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So where should we start? Y'all someone mentioned beforehand wanting to talk about perfect strangers. That's right. Did y'all watch the show? perfect strangers I, you
0: know yeah. i no watched a couple episodes i know it's not something i really remember
2: Mm-mm. it was tjf thank goodness it's friday That that whole lineup so you know i watched it faithfully Oh yeah and the reruns used to come on like before bedtime um a little girl so i knew the name marklin baker i knew all of his um like bronson Pinchot, and i can't remember the girls mm-hmm. the real name so but when they departed as we're told in the show we were told everybody departed in the first season remember mm-hmm. and then for second season here's Mark Lynn baker in mexico because he couldn't stand the thought of his friends his co-stars having been departed without him
0: mm-hmm. i see i i lost it already it's like did they did they catch him in the first season or in the second season i thought it was the second him?
2: oh okay i might be wrong oh. kelly you remember no i, I might be remember. wrong.
1: Yeah, okay. see? I, this is why we rewatch. Maybe, yeah.
2: maybe not, cuz it was the second season when she went to see him. So Right.
1: No, no, no. No, third. That was third. Yeah. I think it was yeah. the second season when they show him being caught in Mexico. Okay, but I cool. thought it was the first season when we see or hear that it was his three co-stars who departed. He did not, and so he made it appear that he was a secondary departure.
2: Hmm. and I thought they all departed really Like when they went through the list of people who had departed I thought he was oh everyone uh mm-hmm. yeah oh okay yeah yeah and okay
0: see that's why I thought it was in the first season because um uh-huh. maybe you know they caught him in the first season and we're talking about
1: oh, the other three I don't oh. know See, uh yeah, yeah. I, I, it's- I didn't I know I didn't pay as close, close attention to that yeah, yeah. Even though clearly it was a theme throughout. Yes.
2: Oh my god!
1: I got so happy
2: when the theme song came on. I know.
1: I know. In season three, yeah.
2: Yes. And then the
0: cover of theme
2: song. Who knew? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it was cute. I like it. Yeah, Yeah. that was a great cover.
2: So, like, that was the show. So, what, what, what were you guys talking about? Like the connection, Perfect Strangers.
1: So. I I don't know what the showrunners were thinking about, mm-hmm. like why they used it, why it was important to them. And I didn't look up anything. So we'll have to do that for next year or I'll do it right All after right. this. I didn't do it for homework. I was doing other things for homework. But so what I'm thinking is Kevin and Nora were now, again, I never watched the show. So I'm thinking that Kevin and Nora were sort of perfect strangers. Like I still think that they're perfect for each other at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at like the very end of the series and they were strangers throughout because even though Kevin and I think maybe Nora said at some point, but Kevin def- definitely said we tell each other or did both of them say whatever we mm-hmm. tell each other everything. that was the
2: promise that was the promise they made um after patty after he told her about patty so from now on we're going to be honest with each other about everything Mm -hmm. yeah for a time it it felt like we were doing that but then but they actually never did
1: five minutes yeah exactly because kevin (laughs) immediately started seeing patty and Mm -hmm. it took him quite a while to tell nora and Mm -hmm. they had also promised each other that they would be okay With anything. Like she had told him, You can tell me anything, Kevin. And she reneged on that as soon as he told her Mm -hmm. about Patty. Mm -hmm. And Nora kept from him um the whole thing about the machine that would suppose I mean, or that she planned on going into it. Kevin kept from her of everything about his deaths.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, and at the end in the final episode where he shows up and pretends not to remember anything, Mm -hmm. he's being perfect strangers.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And so I thought that fell in line with that thing that they do like they have this huge trauma that the whole world is dealing with and their way of dealing with it is to ignore it and to build on like they 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 did fall in love they really did love each other and um, she was going to leave him after the first season she was going to start over but mm-hmm. then Lily was there and they built this family together they built mm-hmm. a lie to be together, um, and he kept messing up her lie. He kept messing up her story, her new beginning, with all his bullshit. Um, even after she took them to Miracle to pr- protect them from a possibility of another departure, mm-hmm. um, and he started to do that un-Kevin like thing where in the third season where he came to her and he was like, "Well, let's. I want this fresh start with you." So we never met, not really. Like we met a couple mm-hmm. of times, but we didn't have this huge history together. Um, so I felt like he was doing that and she finally rejected it that's where we knew that they had ended that toxic bullshit that they were doing throughout the entire series that they Mm -hmm. were ready to be together yeah Yeah. like they stopped being those perfect strangers
0: yeah once they once they danced together then you know Mm -hmm. like
1: yeah come on come on (laughs) (laughs) now i felt like so yes kevin had a lot of bullshit When they were together, but I felt like she did too, you know, I mean, she broke Mm -hmm. her arm on purpose Mm -hmm. and she told Erica the truth, but she didn't tell Kevin the truth. So she was definitely hiding things from him, even though Nora quote, never lies. And we've talked about that in the past on this show, the annual Mm rewatch, So this time I was catching more things where she was lying throughout. So even though she's this big truth teller and revealer of truths. So in miracle, when she blew up the photo of the platform dude. To reveal what really happened to him that he did not depart.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, just horrifying. She couldn't let anyone else be a departure. Yeah. You know, because that would take away from her three departures. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, you know, another, <laughs> you can make a list of the ways in this series that Nora was a Karen. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and
1: I really fully noticed all that this, this year. Yeah. And uh, yet when she's at the machine on that last day, when she supposedly goes through mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw throwing supposedly now and she's <laughs> talking to matt and um laurie and mm-hmm. she's telling them the story about when she and matt were little kids and they were taken to that baseball game and people were batting around the beach ball mm-hmm. and she just was really sad when the usher popped the ball so right. that dude was sort of a Karen in bursting everyone's joy. And yet she ended up being a Karen, like in working for the Department of Sudden Departures. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of these other things about revealing the truth and not letting anyone have their story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Mm hmm. Well, should we move into Nora's story then and do this sort of out of the order I was thinking about? Okay, so in the past, we've accepted Nora's story that she went through the machine and we've talked about before and came back, you know, had the dude build the machine to come back. And so this time, okay, even though she takes that big gasp, of air seemingly or whatever you know right before we black out and switch times to the future when she's older and in australia and i have looked at that scene so many times it's like is she really gasping for that one last breath to hold a breath for 30 seconds screaming them to stop And to me, it has always looked like she's saying something. And so this time I even turned on closed captioning (laughs) just to see if someone put a word there and they didn't, they just wrote gasp Mm -hmm. because of course they're not going to give away anything. Right. It looks like a word, not just a gasp, but whatever that's beside the point. You know, they're not going to give away anything, the you know, writers, Mimi leader, the director of that episode and whatever, but okay. So first, I, I think ultimately that she is making up the story. I think that she did say something there like stop or whatever. If you look at her mouth, it, it can look like a stop. I mean, it could look like anything, but When you look at the rest of the show, there's all this magic that Kevin Sr., John, Michael, and Matt expected to happen on Mm the 14th or in Australia, the 15th on the seventh anniversary. And it doesn't happen. And that's fine. That doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Nora, but I'm thinking, okay, the show showed us that that kind of magic just isn't real. But then again, the magic that Nora was waiting for was technology. So maybe it Mm -hmm. wasn't magic, even though I feel like she had magical thinking. And Kevin really did die those times. You know, I mean, he was buried for eight Mm -hmm. hours underground. So he was dead.
0: And then, you know, he, well, and he explains all that later. He says something about a heart condition that was undiagnosed.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was but, still dead for eight hours. Yeah. That, so that was, that was magic. And then that one time that Erica dug up the bird that she had buried for right. however many days it was like three days. Yeah, And so that was sort of magical. So that's not, a, I'm not, I, I acknowledge, I'm not making a great argument there, but when Nora's telling her story to Kevin, we don't see any flashbacks and pretty much. All other stories that anyone tells in the show, we see at least one flashback. Now, it doesn't happen when Grace is telling her story to Kevin Sr., but she wasn't there. The story she was telling was about her husband departing and her five children walking out of the house, or, you know, she thought departing. So she wasn't there to see that, so there was nothing she could flash back upon Mhm. So that was an exception to that. And then later after I came to all of this conclusion, then later I ended up watching that video uh why Nora's lying, uh, who did that on YouTube, macabre storytelling. And mm-hmm. he points out and shows side by side the scene with Grace and Kevin senior talking about Grace's story and then Nora and Kevin talking. They are set up exactly the same, the same, no movement, neither Kevin saying anything, just watching, listening, Grace and Nora telling their stories stoically, no movement, like not using their hands or anything. Both of them offering tea right before sitting down at a table at the window before telling their stories it's it's amazing why did we not notice and comment on that before
2: well watching it I just finished the the finale again earlier um nor the book of Nora Mm -hmm. um and I was watching that scene and every time I watch that scene like you I I want the flashback I want to see the scenes that she's describing I want to see that but on the other hand um like I, I I I'm happy that she's present in this moment because i want to see her. i want to watch her tell that story Mm -hmm. i want to watch her tell it to kevin i want to picture it in my head i don't want Mm -hmm. you to give me like that reality um and i know everything you're saying but i still believe in the magic because we got all this with kevin so if i got the magic with kevin I had that magic with Nora too. Mm-hmm. And for me, like they, they're they done with the lies. They're done telling t- tall stories to each other. Like this is their real next beginning. And if she's lying, then they're toxic again for me. And I don't want that. I, I want them to have that fresh start. <laughs>
0: How long do you think that'll last though? This fresh start until they fall back into their old
2: patterns. I don't think they'll fall back in their old patterns. Like I feel like they've both dealt with, um, they've both dealt with their traumas that, Mm -hmm. that, that happened with the departure and all the other crap that was going on in their lives because Kevin wasn't, the happiest guy um, before the departure even started Mm -mm. but he's in this new place where he is settled and at peace and I feel like it's the same with her except she misses him and now Mm -hmm. they're they're together again so
1: yeah Nora clearly has some neuroses left because she lied to the nun about Mm -hmm. not knowing Kevin Mm
2: -hmm. she
1: nearly packed up and left when she realized Kevin was in town Mm -hmm. yeah and She was very unhappy. I mean, there was nothing about her that was happy until she was dancing with Kevin. Absolutely. And Kevin, this is the happiest we've ever seen him when he saw Nora Mm -hmm. at the dance, all that. I mean, oh my God, the sheer joy, like bliss on his face was incredible. Yeah. So there's a chance that, I mean, of course they'll have some fallings out and and falling yeah. out some things, whatever, uh, some issues later, but I, yeah, like you court, I don't think that it will turn toxic like it was in the past, but they both will still have things to deal with, oh, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. So what I think now the magic is, isn't what happened with Nora's story. Like, I still think that she's making it up. And that she believes it Mm -hmm. because she needs a story to tell herself to have closure about what happened with her kids and, and, and ex-husband. And I think Kevin is (laughs) as accepting it Mm -hmm. because she needs it. And he's tired of the bullshit of the toxicity. So he doesn't ask any questions. He's just like, of course, I believe you you're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which makes no sense logically, you know, none. It never has, but we just loved how romantic <laughs> it is. And you know, I still do. It's the, it's like the most romantic thing. And right. I love that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not annoyed that I think she's lying. I think it's a coping mechanism, but it's brought her peace. And I think that it will allow the two of them to be together now. So also looking at the scapegoat, when she rescues the scapegoat and takes on all the beads that it was wearing and it was tying Mm -hmm. it up, she puts (laughs) Mm -hmm. them on herself and the way the music changes then and becomes the it's the, it's the normal theme, the leftovers theme. And becomes climactic and as if there's an epiphany going on. Mm -hmm. So whose sins was she taking on and why? I mean, she was taking on, you know, the town's sins. But so it made me quite, it's made all these years, you know, it's made me question, what does she have to atone for? So, of course, everything back Mm -hmm. with Kevin. Mm -hmm. She feels guilt and shame about her family departing, especially after the scientists said she may be a lens. So I'm sure she's held on to that. You know, who wouldn't, especially mm-hmm. as a mother? Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a lot of depth there that we can only imagine at. You know, we can't know exactly what she was feeling. And so then I'm throwing in maybe she feels some level of guilt for not going through for making up this story or fine maybe she did go through maybe she's telling the truth she didn't talk to her former family and feels guilt about that
0: mm-hmm. i you know i'd like to see some other <laughs> i don't know maybe it exists some fan fiction or whatever
1: oh i'm sure um
0: where she where she meets or you know she's back in this world, of course, and then meets somebody who's also been through a similar journey mm-hmm. has has gone over and come back
1: so, see that that's something that the dude on YouTube mentioned that that doesn't if that has happened, no one has gone public with it, and so he yeah. feels like that's a flaw in her story that no one has gone public with going and coming back and no one there. Now, of course, that was only 2% of the original population who's in, allegedly in the other world, but no one there seemed to be aware of people from here going there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and there were that's so few of them. True, yeah. but did they not? I mean, and and he also noted in the video that maintaining internet servers might not have been, of uh, you know might not have been a top priority I would think it still would be because people would want connection more than ever but who knows but so you'd think that the story would get around
2: yeah but I feel like you yeah. wouldn't have the manpower to make it happen like with the amount of people because right. she said the technology was there for planes, but there were no pilots right um so right. she had to take boats everywhere. so I feel like they bounced back a couple hundred years at least because of the um, the population yeah. like people were very and much separated again so, so if yeah. they, and what if we've they... Learned,
0: <laughs> right and what what we've learned from from Brad about the zombie apocalypse and the how long gas will stay good for. Right? Okay.
1: <laughs> so then how did that, the dude, the inventor of the machine get the required supplies to build another one for her to come back? The, the
2: supplies it, would have been available. It, All that stuff is, there. Yeah. he just would have had to go get it.
1: I mean, especially it like took a while. there's
2: not a lot of people. So it's just, it's sitting there. It, like she said, it just takes a while to go get it from wherever. And Together. before she came, you would think that he would have already had some of it.
1: Because irradiated whatever i mean
0: yeah he would not know
1: where to somewhere. get
0: where yeah <laughs> because if it's in this world and that one's parallel yeah, then, yeah.
1: and it's not
2: affected,
1: yeah. yeah. right yeah and maybe it'd be easier to get in that world if they don't have all the guards mm-hmm. that they do here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but then you know we have the other zombie apocalypse problem of all the uh un- unmanned nuclear plants right. melting down yeah. Right. That's true. Right. And things like that.
1: So I read this article in Collider where Justin Thoreau thinks that she's lying to him. Oh. And he thinks she's lying to get him to go away, but then changes her mind about getting him to go away. You can tell by the way she smiles when he says, Of course, I believe you. You're here. And the director of that episode, Mimi Leader, Says in that same article, the point isn't what really happened, it's what Nora needs to believe to finally come to terms with her loss.
2: Mm. I like
1: that. So it still doesn't answer, but yeah, I think it's interesting that Justin believes that she's lying to him. So I think that's how he played it.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's it's like we've always said it's the whole thing of why we never want them to go back and do another season. Yep. Like we don't want more. I don't want the answer. I don't want the definitive answer. Them, I like so that we go be. back. Exactly. Because exactly, next year I might change my mind and be with you, Kelly, or you might be back over here. Exactly. Yeah. No.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. This is the first time I've changed my mind on that. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. I may go back next year or in 10 years or never. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yep we change we see new things change our yeah. perspectives all the time yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: we evolve yeah <laughs> yeah and flip flop it's we evolve
1: <laughs> exactly exactly yeah it's not flip flopping at all um and so okay along those lines like so to me that's like showing an evolution In Nora's faith, like she didn't have any originally. She believed in nothing at the beginning of the show, Mm -hmm. just nothing at all. She was going to leave Kevin. She Mm -hmm. shows up at the end of uh, the final episode of season one to leave that note to him, and she couldn't face him. She wrote that in the note, and then there's Lily. And so all of a sudden, it's like, oh, let's be a family. And by the book of Nora, now she has this faith in her story, from my perspective. And if she's telling the truth, I think it's still faith in her story or faith that her former family is okay. And so she has closure. Either way, she has closure. Oh, yeah. So she has some kind of faith now. And I Mm -hmm. think in what may depend on whether she was lying or not. So I think Kevin also started out with in the show with faith and nothing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: His family was totally Mm -hmm. torn apart. Right.
0: (laughs) Wife was in a cult.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So wife was Mm -hmm. in a cult. He didn't know how to raise Jill He kept trying to get in touch with his son who would never answer. He was in a cult too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So two members of his family in a cult. And his dad in an institution. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then his experiences with Dean, the dog killer.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, And this is all before Patty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or before the vision of, yeah, dead Patty. Yeah. so then he's even questioning his own his own death experiences. Like the only reason why he told Michael about it was because Michael was there buried him and was sitting there when Kevin reemerged after 8 hours. Otherwise he didn't tell he didn't seem to tell anyone the details of the second one when John shot him. John knows that he shot him. And you were dead, and Mm -hmm. Kevin's answer was nope, went right through me. So, (laughs) Kevin lied about that one, yeah, yeah. But he did die, he had to do sad karaoke to come back, and that was hours, he was dead for hours then, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Because it was church time when Kevin was shot, when John shot him, because Erica was in church, so that was morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now yeah. it is dark it's at nighttime. night when he comes to.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So who knows what time of night? But you know it could be twelve hours later. It could just be eight. But whatever. Again, he never told Nora about any of it. In spite of the we tell each other everything. Almost. So I'm <laughs> yeah. Um, drowning Patty in the well worked to get rid of her, but. He still ended up doubting later. We would see him like flash back on those memories mm-hmm. and he still seemed to have doubt. So I'm wondering, like, why did he agree to die for John, his dad and grace? He knew he could die and come back. Mm. So what did he have faith in then? That he could give them closure, the closure they needed. Yeah, I think he was doing Mm -hmm. it for them. Okay, but also, well, duh, duh. This is why he agreed in The Most Powerful Man in the World to blow up the place. Because he talks to his identical twin there about, we fucked up with Nora. Yeah. So he was doing it selfishly as well. But still not faith-based yet.
0: But he's also... With that, you know, there's that guy in Australia who calls himself God yeah, and David Burton. He, right. And he's been through the same thing mm-hmm. that, that Kevin has. Mm-hmm. True. So so we, we know that there is some kind of magic in the world if it happened mm-hmm. to both of them. And there's probably somebody, you know, true. else on other continents. That's true. Mm-hmm. They can't be eh. the only ones.
1: True. No except that if david burton is god then so is kevin (laughs) though kevin could be because david burton appeared to kevin in all of his death experiences kevin could be the new messiah i mean he Mm -hmm. wasn't but you know that's who he was setting who who he was being set up to be by his resurrection. so
0: did kevin appear to the others in their I don't know. I'm making this too complicated.
1: No, it's fun. (laughs) fun. So I think Kevin's Kevin developed faith then in believing, just knowing, I think that was the word he used that Nora was still alive and in Australia. Mm -hmm. And so he needed those experiences and particularly destroying his death place. He had to destroy it to have that deep faith that Nora was still alive in Australia and that they could be together. Mm -hmm. So all those years of going back there, spending his vacation, going back there. So of course, when he found her, he's going to believe whatever story she told him. He has faith in her, which is adorable. Again, he's so romantic. People hold candles. Uh, People hold candles. I love that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't mean to be dominating the conversation. Just one last thing. So seven years and they're all like, oh my God, seventh anniversary, the world's going to end. Or it like, you know, it may end, it may not end, but, or something big may happen. Something big may not happen, but if it does, it's going to happen here in Miracle. So in the Bible, seven is the number of completion and perfection. And there are references throughout the Bible of seven days, seven weeks, seven years, 49 weeks, 49 years, and 70 years. Other years, not like a thousand years after Jesus comes back and the rapture and all that, but all those sevens in Genesis forty-one fifty-four, there's reference to seven years of famine. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting because these seven years of, you know, like trial and tribulation for all Mm -hmm. of them. And then Deuteronomy 15, one, there's this quote at the end of every seven years, you shall grant a release. And so this is referring to any credit that you've given, like money you've loaned to friends and neighbors, you'll forgive, but (laughs) (laughs) you may collect it from foreigners just not your quote (laughs) brothers oh my god (laughs) wow rude yeah so yeah so it's like they were going through these seven years of spiritual famine and then they had to release each other whatever toxicity was going on between each other yeah Mm -hmm. And we
2: still have no idea how long it was that they were really separated. Like when you were mentioning the sevens, I was like, because previously watching, I was like, okay, it's been between 10 to 15 years about. So now I'm thinking between seven to 14 years, just going by your sevens.
1: Oh, how long? (laughs) Maybe 21. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, because of how much they've aged. They have aged a lot, but I was also thinking of Jill, like Jill just had a baby. Right. True. And yeah, technology is great, but. I'm going with seven to fourteen years.
1: All right, that's true. So she was she was a freshman when the departure happened. Mm-hmm. So seven years later. So if she was like fourteen when that, then she would be twenty one. Seven years later. Yeah.
0: So
2: between twenty eight right, and she was in college when. Yeah. They mm-hmm. called from a party or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept looking at the makeup. I was like, okay, he doesn't look as old this time around. Like, okay, didn't put as much white in his hair. Mm -hmm. It hasn't really been that long. And also, if we're going with the fact that time really did pass and she was over there, Nora would look older because she was gone longer than he's been alive.
0: (laughs) And times
1: were, it it was rougher. The
0: life was rougher. So she would look a little more worn.
1: Yeah. That's true. On. So yeah, it can't really have been, I mean, it could be 20, 21 years, but that would make, uh, Jill. Yeah. You know, 40, yeah, 42. Like 42.
2: And like, she could have, but
1: yeah, you no, know, she. she's like, I'm a, grandpa, had baby her a fucking
2: grandpa. No, she's in her early, late twenties, <laughs> yeah. early thirties. Yeah. First grand said, I'm a fucking grandpa. But yeah.
0: right. Well, his dad is ninety four, but we don't we ninety one. Okay, but we don't we don't know how old he is in the twenty eleven times.
1: Nope. So. Okay, but we can work. So overall, it's
2: been twenty one years overall, because seven years from departure day. Okay, and then between seven to fourteen years when they find each other again.
1: Okay. So we're going to say only 14 years have gone by. Okay. No, 21. I'm saying 21, 21 since departure since, day. Right, right. But 14 since they the end other. of the, yeah. yeah. Being okay. generous. That makes sense. Even though they've aged a lot for 14 years. Yeah, Heart attack. over there. Yeah. True. Heart attack. That's true. And Lori that's true. Just anyway, when you look at Lori, <laughs> she just had a she little bit of gray right
2: exactly mm-hmm. true and again with kevin his aging was spotty
1: and, yeah
2: <laughs> it's like in this lighting no i just see yeah that's true yeah that's true and i'm not complaining at all like no, no, i'm just no, no. All playing with me <laughs> and yeah. me try to place the time frame here
1: yeah yeah all right so that would make sense so the 91 my in here we're obviously trying to force the sevens to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> watch watch it and and they won't reveal how many years have gone by. But watch it be like, you know, 16 and a half. Right. <laughs> but well let's play with 14. So 91 <laughs> minus 14 77. And yeah. so if my he <laughs> maybe he was 25 when he had Kevin or when Kevin was born. Yeah. So he would have been, uh, oh, so that would have made, well,
0: Kevin was in his forties. Yeah. 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 We could work it out. Yeah. Because uh, we have those, those tapes. No, that would have made Kevin 52 said what in
1: the original. Mm-mm, oh no. No. Oh, okay. See, more time has gone by. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Because yes, it makes sense for Jill to be, um, 21 plus 40 oh god who knows <laughs> time is a flat circle <laughs> it is i'll just leave it alone yeah
0: <laughs> right this we're, we're gonna need like spreadsheets and graphs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah so to figure it. out for next year yeah yeah
1: oh <laughs> <sighs> Senior must have been much older when Kevin was born. Yeah. And and Kevin, I think, is several years younger than Lori. I mean, in real life. Yeah. He is. Oh, okay. Yeah. In real life, Justin is younger than yeah. Amy Brennerman. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not dramatically, but a few years. Yeah, we don't have to know exact. Let the mystery be, Kel. <laughs>
2: I know. we God. say that and every
1: year we ask these questions i know,
2: I know. <laughs> it's silly
0: <laughs> do we do we write them down so we don't ask them again next no
2: year?
1: <laughs> no because i'm gonna <laughs> ask it again
2: oh no okay, i'm yes. trying to see how old scott glenn is i just want that
1: why do not why do i not remember justin's date of birth i know the year 1971 but why don't i know the month and day. One would think I would remember that. You're a bad fan. <laughs> oh, God, I guess I am. <laughs> All right. 39,
2: 1939. <gasps> Scott Glenn. Yeah.
0: So he's in nice.
2: his 80s now. Yeah. Yeah. So he was 80. 30 when he
1: had Kevin? <laughs> I
2: don't know.
1: Yeah. See, because I think. Kevin and Nora <laughs> look like they're in their early sixties or now. Or, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. So I think 20 years have gone by. So I don't know, maybe Jill was not a freshman in high school. I don't remember from the Garvey at their best. Maybe she was in eighth grade and maybe she was Thirteen, but still, that would be that's still that's just. I was
2: just difference. going from know. when she was in college because she she like at the in the beginning of the third season we only saw her one time because she was I thought she was away at school. Yes, right.
0: right. Yeah. She was. Yeah.
2: So she's at some. She's college age basically, mm-hmm. and then that's what I was counting the either seven to fourteen years from, mm-hmm. and it's, it hasn't been seven years since. Way so maybe she was years, nineteen. Maybe,
1: maybe she was twelve in. The Garvey's at their best yeah because she had the braces
2: right <laughs> that's what so they were trying to was, say
1: maybe she was right. 12 then and so she's 19 uh and the seventh at the seventh anniversary so
2: 33 33 is not bad now any age you want to have a baby that's not bad no but Whatever. if tw- but if fan. like
1: <laughs> if 20 years oh that would still put her at 39 but that's fine <laughs> I had yeah. my son when I was right? 37
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so her baby looks to be about a year old or year and a half, maybe even Mm -hmm. two or so that would put her at the same age that I was when I had Owen. Now I have two older kids uh, I had when I was 25 and 27, but women are having kids when they're late thirties and early forties now. So maybe that's what she did.
0: Even Mm -hmm. early (laughs) fifties.
1: They are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's
0: tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll do, we'll, we'll leave it alone. I Mm -hmm. know we'll come back and ask again one day, but (laughs) we will, we will. Let's just accept that she's probably in her late thirties and had a kid late. Like I did. That's fine. That makes perfect sense. Yep. She has some high powered career Mm -hmm. and focused on that didn't get married early she played it smart mm-hmm. and that's why she has a solid marriage yep maybe they've been married for a while
0: maybe. yeah so we know that that tommy's divorced at least once Yep. Mm-hmm. so
2: yeah
0: and
1: and jill probably, turned out okay
0: yeah yeah
1: I'm phrasing it like that's because that's how she and Amy, Amy, thank you. My God. Mm -hmm. So she and Amy Mm -hmm. would say it. (laughs) It's okay to be okay. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. And yeah. And Tommy, you know, being adopted and all, everything he went through with his biological father, he probably didn't want to have kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yes, we're writing part two here.
1: (laughs) We do not want part two. We just. Don't we
0: do, but yeah.
1: And I don't want fan fiction either. I will not read fan fiction.
0: <laughs> it is not canon.
1: Mm-mm. No. <laughs> if Lindelof and Parada did not create it, then no, I do not want it.
0: You know the um, the first season. DVD is the only one that has any extras. Mm. And so that was disappointing. That the um second and third, you know, it's like, where are my commentaries? I need more information. (laughs) And so and they had recorded the first season commentaries uh when they had just started writing the second season. Mm. Mm -hmm. So interesting. It's kind of disappointing. Yeah.
2: Well, maybe in 21 years, they'll do a remastered version with extra commentary, and they will answer the questions that we have.
0: Yeah, because they listen to this every year.
2: They do. They (laughs) enjoy it every year. Hi, we love you guys. Y'all are awesome. They know.
1: Y'all are awesome. Yeah. And if you ever need to leave HBO, not that we want you to, that we're dubious about what's happening there, go to Apple TV+. Plus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the place to be mm-hmm. max richter already did
0: mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. that's right are we getting a second season of that
1: invasion yeah yeah, yeah i did look back know when yeah it okay. was it was renewed right away mm-hmm. okay yeah i was mistaken about it. i think at one point i said It hadn't been renewed yet. And I went back and looked and it was renewed before the end of season one. I just haven't seen when it's supposed to come out. I don't want to wait anymore.
2: (laughs) I mean, they have plenty of things to hold us over, Kelly.
0: No, there's not enough TV to watch. Oh no, we're running out.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But that was so good. Mm Yes. Yes like are we done talking about the leftovers
0: i think so yeah okay
1: that was awesome Mm -hmm. love y'all leftovers everything about it i'm gonna miss y'all until next year don't be ridiculous Uh (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for existing seriously though like really (laughs) seriously i've departed <laughs> okay. We're still here. Yes, you're here. Look what I found. You're oh, you're, home. you're home. I'm here, or you're. Yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, the things I'm watching right now. I'm I'm looking to see is there anything that I am just dying for every week, like. I was with Invasion. So thoroughly enjoying House of the Dragon. Definitely enjoying like a lot, Interview with the Vampire. Oh, that's mm-hmm. on tonight too. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead is back on. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <yay>. um, <laughs> still watching The Patient on Tuesday, Handmaid's Tale on Wednesday, and The Rings of Power on Friday. Thoroughly enjoying that. The Handmaid's Tale, this last episode, uh, I knew what was coming. So that one was really annoying. It just didn't happen <laughs> the way I thought it was going to. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was happy mm-hmm. about that, but what I thought was going to happen still happened. So it was just totally annoying. It was sort of like, why string me along? Just go ahead and fucking do it. Yeah. Um, so so three things that I am really thoroughly enjoying house of the dragon interview with the vampire and the rings of power but when i think about invasion that it's like every week i'd be like oh hurry up for the next week like really and with these like okay that was great and i'm looking forward to the next one but this is fine it's a week by week thing that's fine and with invasion it was like oh why am i not Mm -hmm. binging it (laughs) <laughs> i know
0: yeah so wow. it's kind of like that with the patient also i've been watching that and uh-huh. um it's like i wish i could binge it but
1: yeah you liking it
0: i am yeah Me Too. yeah yeah and so and it doesn't it, it being a short
1: show mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like
0: okay i can i can do this yeah. <laughs> i can i can take
1: a half hour tonight it's fine yeah Yeah. It's nice to have something shorter.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And I've been working on next week's one and done homework. Mm -hmm. I I did not go, well, it's 23 episodes long. I forget which one I'm on right now. Uh, Seven or eight. So I have quite a ways to go, but Mm. I am enjoying them. I for whatever reason, was dreading it going into it. I don't know why. But I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Are y'all a significant of the way in?
0: Haven't yeah. started. Oh.
1: <gasps> All right. Then you'll just need with your schedule, you'll just need to do yeah. a couple here and then middle and, and end, then, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah you can do that
0: yeah and i i watched it when it was on but
1: oh okay
0: i don't really remember
1: too i much. hadn't even heard of it remember
0: john goodman mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. and the subway and yeah i, I don't know <laughs> i have to watch it
2: yeah <laughs> it'll come back
1: yeah have you already started court no
2: i've been oh. busy with other th- i've been busy with other things i had this free watch um, yeah. and it's I'm sorry it's spooky season I've been watching True. a lot of horror movies um, That's right. watched, I... and I recorded with Brad earlier um, nice yeah so yeah been yeah. taking care of business with that yeah. um, I've been more, more so watching movies than shows like yes I've been mm-hmm. watching the network shows that have come back
1: but other than that it's just been movies movies and movies for me yeah yeah I told you all I watched old the M. Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I was totally enthralled. So that was yeah. my like little quote horror, <laughs> though it's not a horror, but there, I mean, there's some aspects of, you know, horror to it. Yeah. And I was totally enthralled. Yeah. Glad I watched it. Yeah. I'm looking forward okay. to his new one that you
2: shared the trailer for. Mm-hmm. The cabin. cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Telescope.
1: And he just announced on Twitter, I think this morning or last night, that he's gotten the green light for another movie for 2024. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Yeah. I think his, I think he wrote that it was, it'll be his 16th.
2: Wow. It feels like he's, he should have more than
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, it makes sense. I guess what year did sixth sense come out? Uh, 2000. or 1999. 99. I th- 99. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's been 23 years. Yeah. So yeah. It's been pretty much working steadily. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hard to do one a year and have them be quality. Yeah. 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 Don't do one a year, please. No. <laughs> no. But this almost is, you know? hmm There's six years in there. 99 to to 20, 23. Oh, so 23 years. So that's seven mm-hmm. years. Ooh, seven, seven mm-hmm. years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I um, oh, we'll no. find those sevens
2: everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, I've seen a couple of really good things. Um, this just this weekend, um, werewolf by night, on disney plus it's really good mm-hmm. if you like the creature features like the wolfman and the creature of the black lagoon mm-hmm. this felt like a throwback to that like it was in black and white it was mm-hmm. really well done cool. um that was a lot of fun and i did see a uh, beast with idris elba mm-hmm. um remind mm-hmm. me of cujo but cool. it was really really freaking good nice. um I-, I was talking about it, about it earlier and it's not horror but it's horror because you're mm-hmm. horrified watching it yeah yeah. And we talked about Lou, um,
1: you and me, Great. we talked yep. about it. Um, I thought you that had... was really well done. Good. Yeah, I hadn't and... seen
2: it. It just came out recently. It right? did.
1: And the reason I heard about it was because I read a thing by Stephen King who mm-hmm. gave it a massive wow. endorsement.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saw a blurb from him. Like, I don't know if it was like on like Netflix when they were mm-hmm. showing the little preview for it or what. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really good. It had, um, Alison Janney and, um, Goodness, I just said her name earlier. Smollett Journey Smollett. Yeah. 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 yeah that was yeah. really well, well done. And well, I don't know why I always mix up um Tom Hardy and what, what's the, you, Kelly, you remember the other guy? Cause I was like, is that Tom Hardy? Is he? This? And I had to look it up. Like, I swear these guys look alike. Wait a minute, I'm going to look up and see exactly who this is. Cause I always <laughs> miss up his name. He's got three names Logan Marshall green yeah you've seen him in things okay i'm I'm telling you he's been in a lot he was an upgrade um prometheus devil and that's just recently
1: okay Okay. he's been a like devil yeah me too that was produced or exec produced by m night yeah
2: like that that what was that back in 2010 that was when i was Mm -hmm. off of m night like I was just mad at him for something. I was like, You've messed up too many times and I don't trust you anymore. So I watched <laughs> Devil. I didn't know he did it. I was like, okay, well, he fine. didn't direct. He, didn't he he had some kind of connection yeah, to it I think he yeah, like,
1: he was producer. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay.
2: yeah. And then he had me fully back with the visit. Like that movie was effed mm. up. It was fucked up.
1: <laughs> that was good though. I love oh. him. No one can yeah. be perfect. I mean, oh, well, no, I guess some there are probably a few directors who haven't no. done that many movies and have had like a hit every time. I don't know. We'd have to go figure that out.
2: Yeah. No, there are some mm-hmm. people like, even if you love all their stuff, most of their stuff, they've got one stinker yes. in there. Yeah. At least yes. one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and Mike Flanagan I mean, even... is back.
2: I'm oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: Like... No. Yeah. W- what is his again?
2: um it is the midnight club it's based oh, on the christopher right. pike books um i started watching it friday but again i got distracted i had to finish leftovers and had all this other stuff I had to do plus the babies were here and mm, i couldn't concentrate yeah. so i saw the first episode and <laughs> it was really creepy it was really good
0: baby's first horror.
1: <laughs> not even not even close to their first horror. <laughs> oh, okay yeah <laughs> before they were sentient they were watching horror right. with you yeah
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: You just hope it didn't seep in in a traumatic way. Mm-hmm. In a yeah. hey, I like this kind of way, sure. But,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. I was about that age. Yeah. <laughs> I turned out fine. <laughs> of course you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Sure I have a fixation, but they're comforting. No. Yeah.
1: Okay. All righty. All
2: right.
0: Well, of course it's been fun talking with the left talking the leftovers with you again this year
1: again 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 yes again. this is as the many times annual. as yeah,
0: yeah as we talk about it and then throwing little bits in every week with everything else <laughs> yes
1: can't be escaped oh and even next week when we do the one and done i already looked ahead at the cast list oh. and dean god why do i always uh, michael gaston i think is his name okay. plays dean the dog killer he makes an appearance in oh, now nice. and now and again mm-hmm. excellent mm-hmm. excellent so see I mean,
0: it's what happens when you have a, a good character actor <laughs> yep. he's he's in everything it's like oh that guy again oh yeah. yeah i've seen
1: him in everything
0: yeah yeah, yeah he's been yeah. in
1: several things yeah mm-hmm. But we know him, or at least I know him, as Dean the dog killer. Yes. On the leftovers. Always. Always. Yes. yes.
0: So until next time, everybody, geek on.